Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and we have got a fun little show for you here tonight. So, joining me in studio-ish, to my left, we have got the always handsome and debonair, Mr. Jeff Gore. Hey, hey, hey. I'm still here. Haven't shooken me yet. No, you are like COVID-19. We just can't get rid of your ass. Ah, it's because I don't wear a mask. (laughs) Jeffrey. Jeffrey. (laughs) You do wear a mask. It's true. It's all my feelings I keep inside behind it. Yeah, I like my cold, dead heart. Jeff, what are you drinking tonight? Well, tonight I've got this uh, Wavens that was a barrel pick from 19, 1918. That's not true. <laughs> Do you know how much that bottle would go yeah, for? I don't have that kind of money. Uh, but 2018, and uh, it's quite nice. Wayland is good stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, where did we find that? Virginia? We were. Yeah, we were um, at a restaurant near... William and Mary. Yeah, it's right near William and Mary. They have a beautiful campus there. Yes, they do. It's course. beautiful there. Yeah, I got a flight of whiskey, and this was my favorite. And haven't stopped yet. That's good. That's good. So over to my right is the equal lovely and uber talented Miss Marissa Gore. Hello, everyone. Marissa, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I have Buffalo Trace. This is my shocked face. <laughs> it's what? awfully no. like my regular face. Sorry, I don't really deviate from my, no. from my usual. So before we um, before we go forward, I've got a little uh, admission here. Um, I brought my beer with me tonight because, duh, I'm Chris, and that's what I do. But I bought this beer because it is a six-pack of Belgian-style ales, and I like Belgian-style ales. And I'm like, oh, I can get that. I like stuff from Belgium. And I got here with this six-pack only to find out that the top of the six-pack, it's a company – called Unibrow. I don't know. <laughs> Am I mispronouncing that? I don't, I don't think it, so. I mean, that's clearly no, what it's no, called. Unibrow, B-R-O-U-E is brow, right? Yeah. 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 From Unibrow Brewery, and this is a brewery out of Canada with a Belgian-style six-pack of ales. But I've got two that I'm going to be drinking tonight. The first one is the Trois Pistols. Pistoles. I, I should have read this before I did this, but... Uh, this is a Belgian-style dark ale, and I have not had this yet. It's uh, Let's take a look. Mm, that is lovely. And then the other one that I am not going to dare try to mix with this dark ale, this is a Belgian-style fruit-flavored wheat ale because it's Florida. It's 95 degrees outside and get off my butt. That's what I'm having tonight. We're going to go over to Huntsville, Alabama. To fend and friend and fiend of the show, Mr. Mike Mon. How you doing, my friend? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. What you drinking out there? I got uh, from Duclaw Brewing. This is the Pastriarchy. Ooh. Uh, it is a incredibly seasonally inappropriate uh, imperial stout. Uh, and it has the flavor of, they call it caramello, which I believe is like caramel and marshmallows that combined. That sounds delicious. Yeah, like I said, seasonally inappropriate, but really, really good. Duclaw, they make is it sweet? They make Sweet Baby Jesus and Sweet Baby Java, right? That'd be them. That yeah, them? they're out of Baltimore. Ooh. Yeah, they're it's a good brewery, but Sweet Baby Jesus and Sweet Baby Java. If you haven't had those, holy crap, that's oh, good beer. so good. Dirty Little Freaks, good too. Yes, oh, I'd take one of those any day. You might hear a little cooing in the background. Uh, I'm flying solo as a parent tonight, so I have my uh, beautiful daughter, Miss Penny. 
Sydney Lane. And she's debating whether or not she's going to sleep or scream. Uh, Mike will be manning the mute button tonight. And uh, we have a little bit of treat for our listeners. So you guys know over the past uh, few six months or so, we've been striving to get new and interesting voices from the trivia community on our show. And I am actually really looking forward to this. We've been talking via email for a little while now. This woman needs no introduction. Moxie, say hello. Hi, I'm Moxie LaBouche from Your Brain on Facts. I'm new here. <laughs> well, welcome. The Your Brain on Facts podcast, Moxie LaBouche. I thought it was LeBeau, I'm not going to lie. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, I get I get LaBouche sometimes, uh, and uh, someone I did a guest spot with the other week just wrote it as Moxie the Mouth, because that's what it translates to in French. I'm like, okay. Awesome. Um, wow. Both on brand and not. So I, can't, <laughs> I guess I'm only 50% annoyed with you. <laughs> you. You only had to copy and paste it out of the email, but hey, that's all right. Yeah, right. Well, to be fair, you're going to be 100% annoyed with us by the end of this recording, and I apologize in advance. By the end of the recording. (laughs) She fits right in. Yeah, she has spent at least 20 minutes with us. Yeah, she has. I feel bad already. And it's worth mentioning that I'm uh, sipping on a refreshing grapefruit uh, rattler, though I already tossed the can in the recycling, and I'm drinking out of a glass like a semi-civilized adult. Okay, I'm drinking out of a bottle like a baby. Well, you know. We all have our standards, and yours are lower than ours. That's not hard to do. No. But, uh, Moxie, tell us about Your Brain on Facts. Your Brain on Facts is your weekly half hour of things you never knew you never knew. Everything from the history of nursing to the origin of the Vulcan salute to the theft of Canada's strategic maple syrup reserve. And it's also available this week now in book form, also called Your Brain on Facts. And where can they get the book? I would recommend first contacting your local bookseller from a safe distance because they need your love now more than ever. It's also available through bookshop.org and, of course, Amazon. And just like I did with our friend Kylie Diggs over at Brainwave, I am logging on to Amazon right now. And your brain on facts. Yeah, you'll see a really colorful brain and a title that takes up the front half of the cover because the full title is Your Brain on Facts, Things You Didn't Know, Things You Thought You Knew, and Things You Never Knew You Never Knew. And I can safely say that order has been placed, and I will have that book oh my goodness. on June 30th. Is that what it says? I can't see. June 21st. June t- – I am old. I was okay. going to say, I can get it here by Sunday. <laughs> June 21st. I will have that book here on June 21st. Well, I do hope that you enjoy it thoroughly. If not, I know who to call. <laughs> way, way to completely ignore the plug to local booksellers, Chris. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Chris. We don't have local yes, booksellers. We, do. we live in Florida. We I have the Yeah, we do. And I literally will only get my books from this bookstore. Can you go ahead and order them for it? <laughs> order? In, in downtown Dunedin, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there is one down there. Yeah, by yeah, Costatina. Right, right next to Costatina's. I don't like the neat. No, that's what, we, that's oh. what we do for date nights is I make him go to the bookstore and then we go to Costatina. What do you get out of this, Jeff? Neither here nor there. Yeah, well. Moxie, we are beyond thrilled to have you on the show. Tonight we have got a game of sorts, I guess. I can see you have I was going to say fun filled, but we don't know. That's Mm. true. You don't know. We don't know. Fun potentialed. We have a potentially fun episode for you tonight. (laughs) The potential energy is there. I can tell you that. Well, so is the beer. It is going to be Jeff hosting against with Mike and Marissa taking on Moxie and Chris, the only non M person here. Just realized that. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Cool. And Jeff. But you're the host. I'm not a person. That's fine. You're the host, so it doesn't matter. Disembodied voice. Disembodied voice, yes. But we're going to turn this over to Jeff and let him take us away. Well, thank you, Chris. As a trivia writer, I will say, I do consider myself a trivia writer as one of the most professional of sorts. As only I could. (laughs) This might be my third or fourth favorite game I've ever written. So you guys should be stoked. This is like your th- yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. This is going to be great because I really like my warm up. All right. About the warm up. Today I'm going to ask you a question, and each of these answers are going to be worth two points. What you need to know <laughs> is that Uh-oh. for the category of outstanding drama series in the Emmy Awards, the maximum wins by any show is four. Your warm-up today is, please tell me if these following TV shows have won more or less than three Emmy Awards for Outstanding Drama Series. So none of them are three. It's either going to be four or two or less. That is correct. All right. All right. Our first one is Breaking Bad. We will lock in so Marissa and uh, Mike can talk it out. Okay. So, Mike, I want to say yes because I know it did really well. I didn't make it through the whole show. You can't say yes. It's more or less. Oh, more or less. More or less. More or less. I want to say more. More. See, my only concern is there were only five seasons of Breaking Bad. Okay. So, which would mean, I mean, and granted, the fifth season was broken up into two halves. But that would basically mean that it won four out of six. Okay times that it was nominated for outstanding drama series that's my only reservation but i know it was huge with critics so see yeah i don't know because we didn't make it through the whole series we only watched what part of season one i think yeah um so i'm just gonna have to defer to you and that and you watch more of these uh award shows than i do <laughs> uh i'm not as keyed into the emmys um He's not that keyed into the Oscars either, for that matter. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah. I deserve that after this year. Yeah, let's bring up the. Uh... <laughs> I love the challenge. Does. Yeah, the challenge. For the record, if you do need to go look back, the video is out there, correct? Yes. It's out there. Oh yeah. Yes. You will need to watch him chug a natty light. Yep. Chug. <laughs> chug. Two and a half minute long chug. Lightly yeah. sip for two minutes. <laughs> uh, Marissa, honestly, I'm inclined to say less. Okay, let's go less then. All right, they're going with less. Chris and Moxie, what do you say? My thought was there's only I thought there were only five seasons of the show, and I'm pretty sure like they had some stiff competition, um, you know, with uh, probably the tail end of Boardwalk Empire. I think they also went up against Mad Men for a few years, so I went with less. All right, you went with less as well. The correct answer is less. Woo-hoo. Our okay. second show today is Mad Men. Second question. It's okay. She's my wife. She likes to correct me. Yeah, I know. Sorry. What would be the she point can... of being married otherwise? <laughs> right. She can be right. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to lock in. You guys can talk it out. Locked in. Marissa and Mike. Yeah, I'm with you on this, Mike. Um... Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's more. So I think we're going to lock in with more. Locking in with more. All right. Chris and Moxie. Same thing. I'm pretty sure Madden went on a run there. So I'm going more. And the correct answer is more. Good job. Nice pull, Moxie. I realize that she locked in with that, 50, and then 50 I shots. was the one that gave the answer. So yeah, that's. Yeah. Gonna I'm, go I'm gonna mansplain Emmys to her later. It's oh okay. boy, that's gonna go great. Oh, I knew I liked her better than you. 
That's not hard to do. No, it isn't. All right. Number three is The Sopranos. Oh. Yeah, we'll lock in. All right. They're locked in, Mike and Marissa. Let's uh, hear if you have anything to say. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything to say on this one? Uh we both never watched the show, uh, but um, I know it did really well. Like it was, it was another, it was another favorite series. So my inclination is to go. I think it, it was seven seasons, and uh, so I think four is not unreasonable. So my inclination is to go more. Yeah. All right, you guys are locked in with more, Chris and Moxie. Okay, well, The Sopranos was an absolute cultural dynamo and and touchstone of its decade. So I've got to assume it got more. Until the last episode. Until the very last episode when everybody called all their friends. Did your cable just cut out? I didn't see the end of the show. <laughs> all right. So you, you both went with more. You both were wrong. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Did they get Susan Lucci'd? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. They won one. Ooh. She oh. did finally win one, but still. Yeah. All right. Show number four is Lost. We'll lock in. All right, they're locked in first again. Nothing against this other team here, but hey, what do you guys have to say? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we're we're, do, we're doing a lot of talking Sorry. here. <laughs> I loved Lost, um, but again, I don't know how it translated to critics and in award shows. Yeah, of these shows so far, the only one I ever watched was Breaking Bad. Um, I didn't think Lost was that much of a critical darling or an award show darling, but I, again, could be completely wrong. This was during an era of my life when I was not paying much attention to really television at all. So, so I have no idea. So if you think if my, my, my thought was less, but if you think more, you, you might have a better handle on it since you you actually watched the show. No, let's go with less. Cause I know it got kind of, I, it was, I don't know. Mm. Let's go with less. Okay. All right. They've locked in with less. Chris and Moxie. It's a network TV show. I think it ran from 04 to 2010. Um, no, I, I think it really went off the rails towards the end, so I don't think they would have gotten four. I'm betting they topped that at one, maybe two. I think it went off the rails right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, and my wife is not here to defend Lost. Yeah, I don't have much to say about Lost, but uh, I Lost. you were both correct. It had less. Our fifth and final show is The West Wing. Yeah, we'll lock in. We're locking, too. Okay. All right. Way to lock in. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris and Moxie first here, just to change things up for once. Well, with this one, I've got to think that they got more. I mean, the writing alone. All right. Locked in with more. Marissa and Mike? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the set. I actually did watch The West Wing, and I kind of, I kind of agree that uh, probably especially early on in its run, I think it did really well. So uh, I also would go with more. What do you think, yeah, Marissa? Think you agree? Course, yeah, I agree with you. It did course correct after season five. They it got better after season five, but season five was bad. Yeah, season five was rough. Well, very good. Well, you guys uh, are certainly right on each other's heels uh, with both of you getting eight points in the warm up. Nicely done. And time for a shameless plug. Coming up on recast that. This is the podcast where we take people who love movies and television shows and we make them recast some of their favorites. We are having a two-episode arc where we recast the eight main characters from The West Wing. Oh, really? Oh, yes. And I promise you, they're 
is drama. <laughs> yep. Jeff, as only there could be. I'm sure they paid a hefty fee for that plug. Well done to them. Moving on to round one. Our category is in history. Question number one. Ponce de Leon was supposedly searching for what mythical place when he traveled to Florida in 1513? Locked lock. in. Oh. Yeah, locked all the way in. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got a lock battle here. Uh, Marissa and Mike, why don't you guys go first? Uh, Mike, <laughs> you want me to take this or do you want to take it? Because I'm pretty sure we both know. Did we lose Mike? He's probably dealing with a baby. Why okay. did you take it? Oh, the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't realize I was on mute. It's, it's the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> all right. And Chris and Moxie? Also the Fountain of Youth. Well done, everyone. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea it was in St. Augustine this entire time. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. I don't think Ponce did either. So <laughs> if only he knew. If only he knew. Question. I, I assumed that was the reason for uh, your youthful glow there, Chris. You, sir, can eat me. Yeah, he hasn't seen you in a while, has he? No. Oh, boy. It's Mike, rough. It's, you you got to get back here, dude. He's falling apart. Still hit home runs like a champ. Well, we'll see. It's been a few months. <laughs> Question number two. The Great Fire of London took place in what century? Locked in. All right. I can even tell you the year if you like. I mean, I didn't write bonus points for that, but I would love to once we hear what Marissa and Mike have to say. Uh, yeah, Marissa, I'm thinking 19th. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna go with we're gonna lock with 19th century. Locking in with the 19th century. All right, Moxie, let's hear what your answer is. Alrighty, I am fairly certain that it is the. I just stop and think how we do the name the names of them versus what the years are. Uh, the 17th century because she's right because the Great Fire was in 1666. Oh. And we have a correct answer. The Great Fire was in 1666. Nice. Don't, don't look at me. Okay. I will look at you the next time that you try to talk over my guest. That's uh, true. <laughs> Especially after you agreed with me on, like, I thought no, you agreed I didn't. with me I, in the text. I, no, and you I disagreed texted 1700s. And... I disagreed yeah. with you. But you had a lot more You had a lot more passion behind your plea, so I went with you. Well, it's an easy year to remember for the 666. Because, like, how, how the people must have thought the world was ending. You know, it's, <laughs> for it's, sure. The year has 666 in it, and half the city just burned out. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, That's a valid point. When did 1666. When did 666 become the sign of the devil? Wasn't that part of? Pretty sure it was in it's the Bible. in the Book of Revelations. Is yes. it the Book the of Revelations? Mark, the Mark of yep. Beast. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. See, it's all right. It's a trivia next, podcast. So, next, next time you're in a motel, look in the dresser drawer. Should be a little orange Gideon's Bible. Just don't go to a hotel right now, though. Yeah. 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 I don't think I'm asking to help a, you there. What about a Motel Six? Oh. Well, at that point, you already have it. That being said, if you could stay at a Rosebud Motel, I would do that. No one here watches Shit's Creek. I'll show myself out. That was a weird plug. Um, not a sponsor, I think. Not uh, anymore. Yeah, just right? a damn good show. Question number three. In what U.S. state did the Battle of Monmouth take place as the last major battle of the Revolutionary War? I don't think Moxie liked my joke. Oh, that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> I thought you I'm... were just sincerely guessing something that didn't sound the slightest bit correct. <laughs> Honestly, I would not blame her for thinking of it at this point. No. Um, you know what, Moxie? You've been you've been right so far. I'm gonna I'm willing to ride with you on that. We can lock it in if you're comfortable with it. Yeah, it just sort of feels like that kind of thing. All right, they're locking in, Marissa and Mike. Let's hear some words on this here podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we honestly both have no clue 
Uh, Marissa, I don't think it's Virginia because I grew up in Virginia and I don't remember this. Um, not to mention, uh, you said Revolutionary War, right? Yeah, not. That is correct. Yeah, so the Revolutionary like... War ended in Yorktown, Virginia, so I doubt yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking then. But but I think that I think the that the most likely this battle was actually fought after the treaty was signed. It's one yeah. of those because news just didn't travel fast back then. Right. Um. Yeah, you threw out you threw out Connecticut. Like I thought of like I thought of Connecticut as well. Okay. Um. But but then but before that we were talking about how it might be somewhere in the south. Two. I. I really just I don't have a clue. You know, I, when you when you said you thought it might be in the south, I thought maybe Georgia. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I honestly don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I'm sitting here like I've heard of Monmouth and I just cannot think where it Son is. of a bitch. Something just clicked for me. Go ahead. Um, But I think I think Connecticut would probably be where I would go. Uh, of those choices, but I, I don't have any logic behind it. I don't. Just yeah, I can't. Connecticut. Something sounds like that might be a thing. All right, kind of need a lock in. I'm answer. sorry, I don't. If it helps at all, I'm from Connecticut. Well, that's some trivia I didn't know. There you go. Doesn't help us here, but hey, I can steal his information now. I don't know. Let's go Connecticut. Locking in with Connecticut, I'll take that. And Moxie and Chris. Well, I, I have a feeling we're about to get into a uh, a day late and a dollar short scenario. We had the same kind of gut response that they did because it, it just feels kind of like a New England kind of city. It's not Virginia because we have a Portsmouth. We don't have a Monmouth. Uh, so spitballingly, we said Massachusetts. And then it hit me that the musical Hamilton is famously like a lot of events in there aren't out of order. And there's the Battle of Monmouth. Um just in the musical that Charles Lee, like in the musical, they say he shit the bed and they put uh, Lafayette in charge. Um, and that took place, I'm pretty sure, in New Jersey. So, Well, the Battle of Monmouth was fought near modern day Freehold Township, which is in Township. Yep. New Jersey. Damn it. You said Monmouth and I, I hear it as Monmouth and I'm like, oh, I thought I said Monmouth. I heard Monmouth, but neither here nor there. No, nope, didn't get it right either way. Sorry, Moxley. Like, just, it was just too late. It was, I just couldn't get there. I apologize. It's fair. All right. Also, way to just throw it out there that you've seen Hamilton eight times. No big deal. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, twice. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting until the day after it goes on Disney Plus so I can bootleg it because that's the only way I'll ever have a chance to see it. Oh, see, I have Disney Plus and I can't wait for the day it comes out. Yeah. I am on to my second beer. So this is the Belgian style fruit flavored weed ale. That sounds lovely. It's actually, yeah, it smells like strawberries. Mmm. Well, it says palm on it, so. Yes. I need to find that beer that oh, tasted so like good. fruity pebbles again. That one was great. So good. Let's go. Let's go. Question number four: What is the first city to have reached a population of one million people? Worldwide, U.S. The first city in the world. Worldwide. Okay. World. Um, I can't even pick a continent. That'd be a good place to start, though. Ooh, that's not a bad guess, actually. Um. Moxie, I'm okay with either the last one I sent you or the one that you locked, the one that you liked. I'm good with either one of those. Is there one that you feel passionate about? Not passionate, but you don't feel. I, I don't feel I, like you you completely agree with my logic. So I, it's because I went to that one first so quickly, and then I think, well, anything I thought that quickly must be wrong. I must be overlooking something. That's why um, I'm inclined to go for the the answer that I sent you. Let's do it. We'll lock in. 
All right, they are locked in. I love the mental games that trivia takes us, people. Marissa and Mike, talk it out. I don't know. We're throwing out all sorts of cities here. Just do it with your words. <laughs> yep. So um, my, my immediate thought was, was like Rome. Yeah, um, whereas my immediate was Jerusalem. But then we both came, came together and thought was, somewhere maybe in Egypt. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't know. But I don't even know if there would have been that many people back then i mean could it even be like an athens or something like that i even even like all even the bigger ancient cities i just don't know if there were that many people for them to break a million at that time so i like i kind of like i like the big the like the big four ancient cities of you know either alexandria or maybe istanbul i i thought i thought i thought of uh istanbul or I, it was probably byzantium back then. yeah but yeah or or Constantinople. Yeah, well, Constantinople. Yes. I I don't know, Marissa. What what do you what do you lean? I I don't. Are you don't leaning know. anywhere? Because I'm not leaning anywhere. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm she not. leans both ways. Oh it's my fine. gosh. Yay, Katie. But not towards an answer. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I like really I like Rome because it you know it was one of the first kind of modern day what we think of as a city, right? Right. I I, th- I think I'd probably go with Rome. But I just I don't know if somebody if another city hit it earlier. It, exactly. That's my main concern, too. I'm just um, wondering if it is Istanbul because <laughs> because of this, the, the way that this podcast is, it bring, it gets brought up a lot. Right. That is true. You can't keep saying that word or the song is going to be in my head. The entire <laughs> it already <laughs> is. <laughs> Yeah, like it's how there. have you oh, how have there. you resisted this long? <laughs> I haven't, but like I'm dancing now, and you can I know hear that's the a violin problem. and everything. Yep. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna need an answer from you two. I, I, I would say we'd go with Rome personally. I okay, think. let's do it then. Let's go with Rome. They're locking in with Rome. And Chris boy, and Moxie. Listening to them reason and listening to them doubt has made me even less sure uh, of our answer because we were yeah. thinking maybe. New York City, but he also tossed out things like Jerusalem and London, which was another one of my early it's thoughts. It's not going to be Jerusalem. I, my London is the first one that came to my mind, but that sort of thing. It's going to get a million people in one place. It's going to be a city that's built vertically. So that's really made me go New York. but Or unless you had uh, seven hills to build on, though exactly. in reality, in reality, there are actually eight. Somewhere along the line that got mess, messed up, there are actually eight <laughs> hills in Rome, which is also our guess. They also went with Rome. Well, if your answer was New York City, they reached the mark in 1875. Oh, a lot later than I thought. Okay. If your answer was London, they reached it in 1810. However, if your answer was Rome, they reached it in 133 BC. Holy shit. And they were the first city to reach a population of 1 million. Good pull, good, good pull, Moxie. Like I, I told, I told you guys when I got here, like I am not feeling on my game at all. I'm glad I got someone carrying. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, they had, they had tenements. Me. They really had people packed in there. That's well, a good point. Well done, well done. And the winners of the first round by ten points are Chris and Moxie with a score of 38 to Marissa and Mike, and they have 28. All right. Well, we've just started. Still anybody's game. It's still very early. Lots of time to score points. On that note, our round two is about 
Sports. Sports. Marissa can, just can died I, inside. Can, yeah, can I just... This is all you, Mike. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to go get a drink and go to the bathroom. <laughs> walk the dog. Out right now. Well, the good news is I think Chris will take care of the first one for you. If he doesn't, I don't really want him in my house anymore. So this should be interesting. Our question, number one, he just got so scared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> question number one is, in 1990, two major league greats made baseball history by becoming the first father-son duo to be, to hit back-to-back home runs in an MLB game. game. Ooh, words are hard. Time for a refill of the whiskey. Eh. I-, I can lock, but Mike can too, so. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was the end of the question. I'm assuming that's the end of the question. Who I are mean, they? Yeah, I, wasn't yes, I, I, would, I would like to know their names, please. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, Chris locked first. Mike, would you like to go ahead? Sure. You want to uh, give one, was... and I'll give the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, that was the Griffies, Ken, Ken and Ken Jr. Uh, Chris. Um, so it is Ken Griffey Jr. I'm trying to find the damn song. Um, well, we, we know that. There's an Ice Cube song. I think it's Ice Cube about Ken Griffey Jr. But it's it's Ken Griffey Jr. and Senior, and I'm just I can't Ken find Griffey's it. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking <laughs> Homer. Ozzy and the straw. That's yeah, so I'm going to just go right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, that's uh, been Moxie, everybody. And it was great. Question number two. What 1956 invention put young boys working at the bowling alley out of work? Pour me some of this double up. Yeah, we'll lock this, in. This is, this is less sports than it is uh, obscure knowledge, so we're back in my wheelhouse. All yes. right. I like to mix it up. It's sports related. Sports-ish. Sports adjacent. Bowling is sports adjacent to begin with. Yes. Oh, bowling is a sport. No. They oh, wear no, jerseys. I, 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 I do believe that uh, I do believe George Carlin said anything you can do drunk is not a sport. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I can do a lot of things drunk. Yeah, we locked in. So you guys feel free to oh, talk okay. it out. Oh, wow. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mike, I think it, I think it's the pin resetter thing. Is there a technical name for it? There's I, actually two I, I of them. I don't know. It, uh, my thought was either that or the ball return thingy. Um, <laughs> you can see we're really technical here in, the, in our terminologies. <laughs> the pin resetter I probably makes more sense because – like for whatever reason, I just have like images of the of the people sitting behind the at yeah, the, end they, the the other end of the lane like resetting the pins. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, so, like underneath it and behind it and resetting the pins. Yeah. Sounds kinky. Right, exactly. So, but what is the name of the pin resetter thingy? All right, is that a locked in answer? If if that's the answer and you don't have the right terminology, you're gonna get the point. So I wouldn't worry about that. Right. Yeah, he makes the rules here. Okay. We're going with pin resetter thingy. Pin resetter thingy. All right. And I'm guessing can we, can we change they the have doohickey. Do, do do pin do resetter doohickey for uh, their locked-in answer. Uh, Moxie and Christopher. I think you'll find that the technical term is the uh, the pin resetting jobber, not doohickey. It's uh, the pin. It's the pin <laughs> jobber. But yes, the automatic pin resetting machine. The automatic pin resetting machine. The answer was actually the pin thingamajigger resetter, but uh, you both do get the points. What we were looking for was the automated pin setter or pin spotter, as the boys were called. Um, But we're going to give points to both of you because you are correct enough. And this is the pub trivia experience where we just drink and have fun. (laughs) Well, you know, jobber, doohickey, thingamabob, those are just regional things. 
Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> yeah. all pretty much the same thing as automated pin setter. We're moving on to question number three. I don't Woo-hoo. even know how to follow all that. Hopefully with a good question. Oh, uh, well, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> what Asian country is set to host the 2022 FIFA World Cup? Locked in. No. Go ahead. I thought he was going to say Olympics, and I felt really confident. And then he, then the came along and blew yeah. it all away. Marissa and Mike, you are allowed to say words on this podcast. Oh, good try. That was not a word. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe she found a couple. Maybe start with letters and work your way up. Uh, is, Sounds. Okay. Mike, is Qatar uh, Asian? It's not Asian, is it? It's Middle Eastern, correct? Oh. No, it's Russian? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you have any more? I didn't mean to laugh out loud. I apologize. I'm clearly Holy not shit. knowing okay, any I'm either. sorry. I was, I was talking on mute for like a minute. <laughs> this is a trivia podcast. I'm so right? sorry. Or is it? Oh, no, no. It's, I, I'm sorry. The, the, the baby started stirring again, so I had it's to. It's not Qatar. It's Qatar or whatever like it is. Yes, Qatar is what I was is what I was saying. Is it Qatar? Cutter, Qatar, however they want to pronounce Whatever, it. Whatever, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, but, I'm so sorry if I've offended anyone. I I, I always Definitely said it was Qatar, and then when when they um when they honestly when they won the World Cup, I started hearing it pronounced Cutter, and I was like, oh, okay. Today I learned, and then so, but I don't know, but I believe I believe they're scheduled to host the next World Cup, so that would be my answer. All right, they're uh, I think locked in. Yeah. All right, yes. they're locked in. And Maxi and Chris. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy yeah. around this this country getting the the World Cup, um, and that may have been just American driven because for some reason we really wanted the World Cup, even though we don't give a shit about soccer. But um, it is Qatar. Uh, yes, the answer we were looking for is Qatar. Qatar. Uh, Moving on, everyone gets ten points. Hopefully, we get it to is. participate in that one. Question number four: In what year did the MLB players go on strike, resulting in no baseball World Series? I can lock. Chris can lock. Yourself. That's why I say to myself at the buffet whenever I go, and I do. Mm-hmm. And while you guys talk this out, I am going to go get a drink because I am two beers in. Wow. Pub trivia right. experience at well, its I'm, finest. Uh, oh, okay. We're talking. I, I mean, you are talking, yes, with words. I, I know definitively that the answer is 1994, uh, but I guess I'll just talk for a while to give Chris time to go get his drink. <laughs> I believe uh, at the time that the Major League Baseball players went on strike, Tony Gwynn was chasing 400. Chuck Knobloch was chasing the Major League record for career doubles. And the Montreal Expos uh, were probably the favorites to win the World Series that never happened at that particular point in time. And if you need to kill uh, oh. any more time, I put the pictures in the chat. Of Ooh, the, uh, lovely. Now squint when you look at the Hypnotoad cake. <laughs> squint, like, <laughs> squint hard. Are we good to go ahead and put those up on our Instagram when this episode launches? Oh, sure. Without context. Don't say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, all right. Well, they gave their answer. Uh, Chris, would you like to also give the correct answer? So I'm, I'm pretty sure the uh, the Montreal Expos had the best record in baseball when this happened. Oh, this is awkward. Chris, you're regurgitating everything I just said. <laughs> Literally just said all that. We were only looking for an answer. It's fine. <laughs> it was obviously 1907. No, it was, it was 1907. Not. 94. 94 was the year we were looking for. The other year we were looking for was 2020, which we will also not have baseball. No. Bummer. Well, the good news here, the good news here is that at least the Cardinals can't win the World Series this year. Right. And the Cubs still haven't won a game, so that's normal. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Oh. I bring it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have 
significantly less dust on our last World Series trophy than you do, so knock yourself out. That's fine. We've got a whole slew of them. What's to your... like? I'm so jealous. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jeff, do the Cardinals still have the most World Series for National League? Yes. Uh, yes. I wasn't sure if the Giants had overtaken them yet, but yeah. No, no not even. I don't think close. they're within two. No. Cardinals have 11. I think the Giants have like seven. Yeah, this, oh, I was going okay. to give them eight, but yeah, I okay. think seven might be right. All right, heading into halftime, we have a score update of Marissa and Mike with 68, and Chris and Moxie with 78. Woohoo! Ahead by 10. Our halftime today is also in sports. Well, shit. What the hell, it's guy? It's also... This is crap. What the hell, damn guy? Well, I, you know, I can't help myself. It was there, and I used it. For halftime today, we have a pseudo-complete the list. Seven... NFL teams have won consecutive Super Bowls. What I'm looking for today is for you to name five. Each one you get correct is worth four points. Take some time to talk it out. Think about it. I don't know if I'm helping or just writing names I've heard. Ooh, do both. Or just the last one. I love it when Chris struggles. That one's definitely right. Um... They're my mom's favorite. She just liked. Uh, moms are the best. She just liked that one particular person who's best known from that organization. Mm. I nearly gave it away. Ooh, good thing you didn't. Yeah, it's hey. all right. They don't know who they don't know who Jim Brown played for. <laughs> um, so I've got I've got four. I'm trying to think of a fifth. Uh, and there's only thirty-two. Okay, games. now we can lock. All right, they're locked in. Chris and Moxie, you have an opportunity to actually talk. Okay, Moxie. So um, we feel really good about the Patriots. We feel really good about the Broncos because Elway, I'm pretty sure, ended his career winning back-to-back. Um, I feel really good about the Cowboys. Oh, in that case, we agreed on three of them. Um, I am the greatest at sport. The fourth one we put out there is I know he won multiple. I think Montana might have won back-to-back with the Niners. Um, those are the four that I feel the best with. The Steelers have won a number of Super Bowls. I don't know. Oh, with Chuck Noll, if they ever went back to back or not. The Don Shula Dolphins were solid. They were the undefeated team, but I don't know if they ever went back to back. Oh God! You have the I... old school Packers, the Bart Starr Packers. Actually, I think no, 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 because uh, didn't Dolphins um, feels like it could. Didn't um, what's his name? Uh, Terry Bradshaw. Didn't he win back to back Super Bowls? You're asking me. I'm talking to myself, but oh, I hope so. <laughs> to me, he's just an annoying guy from commercials. Oh, no, we saw his butt in uh, Failure to Launch. I oh, yes. Oh, yeah, don't watch that movie if you don't want to see Terry Bradshaw's ass. And it turns out you don't, so just don't watch that movie. Um, You don't need to watch that movie for, for a number of reasons. I saw it in theaters. I did, too. I saw it six, like a, like a seven-foot-wide Terry Bradshaw ass. Girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we feel good about the Patriots, feel good about the Cowboys, feel good about the Broncos, feel good about... The Niners, Niners, yes. Yep. And I, I might be feeling Bradshaw. Dolphins because, you know, go ahead. Well, I know the Don Shula Dolphins were dominant for a while, but I feel better about the Steelers, I think, than I do the Dolphins. But that's up to you if you trust me. Trusting you on the sports category did really well for me in the last round. So, yeah, go with whatever. Okay. So we're going to go uh, We're gonna go with the Patriots, the Broncos, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Steelers. All right, they are locked in. Marissa and Mike, what say you? Mike, uh, you can take this one. 
So the Packers won the first two. The Packers, I knew I'd heard that before. Yeah, the Packers won the first two. I was right. Uh, if they did it, it was really early. Yep, yep. Just saying. This is no, my you're absolutely right. Uh, okay. Been drinking. The, uh, the, the, the Cowboys won uh, the last two of the four straight that the Bills lost. Sorry, Buffalo fans. Uh, the Patriots, of course. Uh, the Steelers, I think, won two and then skipped two and then won two uh, back in the 70s. Let's see. Okay, so Cowboys, Patriots, Steelers, Packers, and I didn't say Broncos yet, They, but they won uh, back in uh, 98 and 99. It was Cowboys, Patriots, Steelers, Broncos, and Packers were our answers. So the only difference is we have the Niners and they have the Packers. I was I think the Niners is correct. I wasn't. A, I just wasn't 100%, and I'm pretty sure the Dolphins did not ever win back-to-back. Well, we're going to find out. I'm wondering if the Vikings won back-to-back now that I think about it, but go ahead, Jeff. Vikings have never won a Super Bowl, so probably not. Well, if you answered Vikings, we did not. You're out of luck. Fran Tarkenton never won a Super Bowl? Sorry, nope. go ahead. No, it's Fran Tarkenton. I mean, come on. He's not great. Damn. Also, if you didn't answer if you didn't answer Miami Dolphins, they did win two back oh. or they did win back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. I'm sorry, Moxie. If no, the, it was because I, I doubted the reason I was thinking that. I thought I just had a positive association for it because the only time my mom would watch football with my dad was if the Niners were playing the the Dolphins or uh, his fish, as my mom referred <laughs> to them, uh, because mom had a crush on uh, Joe Montana like you do. And uh, this was, I think, still in the Dan Marino era because I am old. Um, so I, I thought, no, I must be wanting to say Dolphins because I have this positive association. So the Miami Dolphins did win, too. If you answered Pittsburgh Steelers, they've won consecutive Super Bowls twice. Woohoo! Good job, Mike. If you answered Green Bay Packers, they won Super Bowls one and two. And if you answered whatever the rest of these guys answered, they were all right. You both get 20 points. I don't even care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The Niners won back-to-back. Niners won back-to-back. Cowboys won back-to-back. Broncos won back-to-back. Yes. Patriots have won back-to-back. Well done, both of you. It it makes sense that the Dolphins would have been. been. I just couldn't remember. We are now. I mean, we can get a score update, but, you know. We're winning by 10. You're still winning by 10. We're moving on to round number three. Our round number three category is literature. Well, shit. Yes! Moxie, I'm going to take my headphones off and take a 20-minute nap, so good luck. I mean, you Uh, know, it could happen. I mean, I love Leah, but this is when the questions really change. Shit. Go ahead. Oh, God. (laughs) Question number one. While D'Artagnan is not able to join the Elite Corps immediately, he is befriended by three other formidable musketeers... Of I'm his locked same in for age. whatever the answer is here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Just name one. Yeah, we're locked in. Okay. President Mike, you can talk, talk it out. We're, we're, we're naming the three musketeers? Yes. You just need to name one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Marissa. Do you want to go Aramis, Porthos, or uh, Athos? Which one do you want to name? I mean, let's just go with all three. Let's be... you got to go with the Oliver Platt one, though. Well, that he was Porthos, as was, was uh, Porthos. Gerard Depardieu in Man in the Iron Mask. So, yeah, that was <laughs> Which was movie. like Oliver Platt's debut and his peak. Yes. Yeah. Was uh, that really the, his debut? I mean, it was like the first the first big thing I think he was seen in. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Your choice of uh, Porthos, Athos, or Aramis. 
Well, done. I think we all we all got that one. We did. Question number two. With over 500 million copies sold, what is the name of this all-time best-selling? Uh, what's the word I wrote there? Novel. 500 million copies, and you keep emphasizing novel. I think I'm thinking about this uh, wrong. Yeah, I th- I think I think I have an answer. I feel confident in. Is is that a lock-in? Are we locking in? Not yet. Ooh. He's not as confident. He seems less confident. We're having a very heated debate over here. Uh, that's lovely. I, I I love when heated debates take uh, place not on the podcast. Well, it yep. seems that uh, Chris has gotten tired of haggling with me, so we're locked in. He's very easy to beat down. It's fine. <laughs> okay, Mike. I've had a week, guys. I've had a week. Oh, please. I'll Talk this. Go, go. I've been married twice. I might have an advantage here. Oh, wow. She's going to win. I read mostly fantasy and historical fiction, so oh, none, of, none of those so, books are going to be. <laughs> I was I always heard that. And I think but I think this was just American numbers, which is why I'm hesitant to say this. But I always heard that in the United States of America, the top two selling books of all time was the Bible was number one and Atlas Shrugged was number two. Um, Don't we have a bad enough reputation? I, I <laughs> Hey, I mean, you know, clearly I I feel like these are got to be worldwide numbers. There's no way this is just, I mean, it's not specified, but it's it's got to be. Um, well, the world started before us. Yes, it yeah, did. It's about 2020 years old. Right. <laughs> so it's I mean, a little it's a bit novel. more than that. It's, but I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to think of a novel that would have sold like 500 million copies is absurd. Like. The, the quote-unquote considered to be like the first novel is, I believe, Don Quixote. I mean, it's been around for 600 years, which would have given it time to sell that many copies. I mean, Robinson Crusoe is not too far behind it. I, I have I have no answer is for it, you. I don't know. Are we putting that, too much emphasis on novel? He said novel, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. I say, I have no idea. I have no idea. It, say we just go with the bible but i don't know if that's considered yeah, right, a novel. Well, I, I guarantee you the bible sold more than that but uh yeah the, the bible is definitely the, the highest the best-selling book of all time it's not a novel but we can go with that no no let's not i don't know i don't know. do i need to start a countdown no i don't know <laughs> for every 10 seconds you take i'm taking one article of clothing off oh dear god well, we please help see, me so uh, marissa asks you I no, well, please, speak for yourself please, please help he is in my House. Please, please. I don't know. Let's go Don Quixote then. I don't know. I don't know. We, that's fine. We can go. We can go with Don Quixote. We don't. We don't have a correct answer. I don't think. No, so. we don't. I'd rather go Atlas Shrugged than Don Quixote. Okay, then let's do that. Even though it's been Atlas. around that long, that's just okay. always what I've heard. Is Atlas let's Shrugged? Let's go Atlas. Shrugged. Let's go with that. All right, locked in with Atlas Shrugged. Uh, Chris and Moxie, what do you say? Well, we uh, we, we did, and I I won when maybe I. Shouldn't have, because I became very convinced of the way I was approaching the question. Oh, but I, I love this I, game. I think that uh, I think that Chris and his guess uh, might have been right, because I thought it would have to go to a series to get that high a number, to a series whose author is literally worth more than the Queen. When the books come out, children's admissions to the ERs drop for the subsequent weekends, so. Uh, I think Chris was right in his guess, but our official answer ends up being Harry Potter. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Don Quixote. I've heard I've read stories about um, like schools across the world will buy that book in mass just to keep in their libraries. I just thought so many books are required reading that, you know, why would that one be? Yeah, but that's in special. the U.S. Like Don Quixote, I think, has been transferred to many more languages and is sold more worldwide than anything else. But we locked in with Harry Potter. Mar- Marissa, if the answer ends up being Don Quixote and I talked you out of it, I feel bad. That's okay. Well, I talked him out of it, too, so we, you're in good company. Well, with 500 million-plus copies sold, the answer we were looking for and the ensuing shit show that might happen is Don Quixote. Yeah. The year you were looking for is 1612 was the original oh, was publishing in English. Yeah, but it wasn't written in English. It was, it was Spanish. It was Spanish. Oh, Spanish. okay. That was its English publication. Well, I haven't clicked so, that I mean, far there's, in there's Wikipedia yet. Okay. Odd years. There's yeah, 400 plus years just in English. Yeah. Uh, original publication was only 1605, actually. We're moving on to question number three. The U2 song, Shadows and Tall Trees, is taken from a chapter title in what famous book? Moxie, I have less than nothing to add here, so hopefully you are a U2 fan or have read a book. <laughs> Shadows and Tall Trees. I'm trying to think of what that could... Well, maybe we could think of some famous books and move from there. All right, we're going we're gonna to go out on a lemon lock. Okay, Moxie, so this is zero. There's zero logic to this, but... Bono is Irish. I'm thinking maybe it's an Irish playwright, Oscar Wilde, or an Irish author, Oscar Wilde, comes to mind. But then I was thinking about, like, I can't name a damn, I couldn't name anything by Oscar Wilde right now off the top of my head. Nor do I know that many... Say anything. Robinson Crusoe? We'll go with that. Yeah. I have, I, I have, there's, I have no, there, no there way of logic to it. There were trees on the island. Yeah. I have, there's no way of logic to the answer, so it's going to be a shot in the dark. Unless Bono being a hint because he's Irish is anything, but I couldn't name anything by Oscar Wilde. And Eugene O'Neill, I'm pretty sure, is American. But, yeah. Robinson Caruso locked in. Locked in with Robinson Caruso, Marissa, and Mike. Mike and I went in the same direction when we first started texting, so we just went with The Hobbit. They went with The Hobbit. Uh, The answer that we were looking for was not... The Iceman Cometh by Eugene O'Neill. Yeah, I know. The correct answer we were looking for was Lord of the Flies. Damn it. Uh, Ah, That actually makes sense. That makes sense. Chapter 7. That's 1994 that I read that, I think. Chris, for what it's worth, I believe the only novel Oscar Wilde ever wrote was Portrait of Dorian Gray. That's the one I was trying to think of, and I couldn't get there. Can I, can I super nerd on you? would not have a... Ooh, yes. super nerd. Yes. Super nerd. It's, it's Picture of Dorian Gray. It is Picture. I knew it was Picture of Dorian Gray. I don't know why I said... I was... Because I, Portrait sounds fancier. I was able to hold it down earlier when you were saying fewer instead of less, but one of them was going to have to get corrected. <laughs> oh, nice. We're moving on to question number four in literature. The question is, in L. Frank Baum's original 1900 novel... The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. What color were Dorothy's shoes? Ooh, lock, 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 lock. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just happy she's happy. Uh, Chris. So I know Obviously. the original version of the movie that shoes were supposed to be silver, but they didn't show well on I'm screen, so they changed them to ruby, the ruby red slippers. I know in the movie version, the original movie the version of the movie, they were supposed to be silver. So that'd be my best guess. Mox, do you have any idea? I'm not really feeling silver, but I can't back up anything else we'll lock in silver i don't have a better guess locked in with silver marissa what giddy answer do you have oh it is in fact silver and the correct answer we were looking for is silver 
All right. Quick score update after round number three. We're still is... down by 10. Marissa and Mike are still down by 10. You guys are really <laughs> good at answering the same exact questions. Except for Don Quixote. Except <laughs> for... <laughs> Don Quixote's pissing I mean, me you off. did both not answer it, that it line, too. So, That's I true. mean, kind of the same. We are now moving on to round number four. Round four is completely revolving around geography. Fuck. I was afraid he was going to say sports again. Question number one. What is the only U.S. state home to a real royal palace once used in a monarchy? I'm fairly certain I know this one. I think she's locking in. I'm going to continue her song. That's it. We're locked in. Okay. Uh, Mike, do you have anything on this? I feel like I should be happy that this is not actually really a geography question, but I'm not because I still don't know the answer. Like, I'm leaning towards Hawaii because we overthrew King Kamehameha, right? Ah, that's actually not, that's, that's not a bad guess, honestly. I don't know if I have anything better, so... I'm, I just I'm can't think of I can't think of any other monarchies that we would have. Were the French did the French have anything in I, in Louisiana? That was the other yeah. thing I was thinking of. It an, another possible answer is Florida because it was owned by Spain. Yeah. If you want to go with Hawaii, that's fine with me. I mean, I don't know. It, it makes as much sense as anything else. I don't honestly. I think I would probably go with Louisiana. I don't. But again, I don't have a logic to it. I don't know enough about. You know, I, I I reject I reject the monarchy, so I'm sort of like. I just well, don't. I. If you're princess of the Mardi Gras, that makes you a real princess. So. I I don't know. I like. Oh God. Go go with Hawaii. That was what you 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 had an answer and I didn't. So go with. Hawaii. No, I. But then I. But then I I talk myself out of things because then I bring up other. I, let's I, just go I, with it. I don't. I don't know. Going to have to choose what the answer is. I, I, I don't know. I, Marissa, I have no I idea. This. I don't like. Da, 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 I don't da, 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 da. like this, and you know I don't like being the final decision maker here. I'm going to stress you out. Oh. Then I'm the final decision maker. We're going with Hawaii. Okay. Well, I would suggest that not only do you not like that there was a monarchy in the United States, I'm sure that Queen uh, Laliula Kalani didn't like it either. Uh, I suspect the only castle is in Hawaii. Of course, the answer is Hawaii. I mean, yeah. we overthrew okay. them and we told them to go themselves. And the, sorry, Hawaii. I mean, I feel bad. I have Hawaiian family. We should feel bad. Question sure. number two: With a latitude of 41 degrees 17 minutes south, what country has the southernmost capital city in the world? All you, Chris. I've abdicated responsibility, but I'm still gonna throw guesses at you. <laughs> Chris, did I hear you guys lock in? <laughs> yeah, yes. we're locked. Okay. Marissa right. and Mike, you can talk it out. All right. Um. Chile seems too obvious. I don't Chile, think it popped into my head, but so did so did uh, New Zealand, yeah. like Wellington. But but honestly, the first two popped, the, actually Chile popped into my head first, and then I kind of shoved it aside. And then I was like, then I went with like uh, New Zealand was another one. Um, okay, but you're you're about... right. I think about South Africa, but I don't think it's South Africa because which capital? Um, right. Um, what about like Paraguay, Uruguay, or because those are Chile runs the whole length there, and I don't know. I can't picture where the capital is. I, I can't either, honestly. Um, I just know that was the that, that was the first country that popped into my head. Is Paraguay below Uruguay? I can't remember. I I can't remember. I can't remember either. Um, um, let's just let's go Chile because that's the only one I can think. That that was that was actually exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Is that a locked-in answer? That's a locked-in answer. All righty, Chris and Moxie. So um, she's still second-guessing me on this. <laughs> uh, what I what I second guessed was not your answer was one of the additional details. Yes. So um, oh, fancy. Chile, I don't believe is even the furthest south in South America. I believe Chile or Santiago, Chile is the third furthest south. I think uh, Buenos Aires is just south there, but Montevideo, Uruguay is the furthest south in South America. <sighs> but I think Wellington is actually further south than oh, that. I'm sorry, Mike. So we're gonna lock in with Wellington. We're gonna lock in with just with New Zealand. All right, and they have locked in with New Zealand. We have Chile. Corona-free New Zealand, by the way. Versus New Zealand. That's because they're all in their hobbit holes. I mean, would you blame them? No. Yeah, I mean, they walk everywhere. It's boring. Their, their PM is amazing. The correct answer we were looking for, it is in fact New Zealand. Sorry, Mike. Well done. That's well done. Right. If it makes you we feel are... better, Chile was my thought, too. Question number three. There are two South American countries that do not touch the ocean. Name just one. Landlocked South American countries. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go with the one that we both kind of agreed on, Mike. I, I'm I, I'm fine with that. We we were okay. we were batting around. Um, Marissa threw out Peru, and then we kind of both threw out Bolivia at the same time. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna lock in with Bolivia. All right, the next in time with I say let's go someplace like Bolivia, let's go someplace like Bolivia. Okay. All right, and we're moving on to Chris and Moxie. What did you guys lock in? So um, our answer is Paraguay. All right, they're locked in with Paraguay. Well, if you answered Bolivia, you were correct. Yay. Yeah. And if you answered Paraguay. You're also correct. You're also correct. Yay. You both Everybody have wins. gotten the only two South American countries that do not touch an ocean. Look how smart we all are. We're, we're <laughs> smart cookies. Oh, and so I am popular. taking my shirt off right now. I am that smart. Oh, let's go. And I have the window question. minimized, so I don't care. Chris, 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 still Chris only on why, why are you playing strip trivia tonight? I really don't understand this. You're obsessed with moving on clothing. Because he's like five beers deep. That's why in two shots. So also sadism. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> also sadism. Yeah, who knows? Why? And tips don't hurt. Just saying. Yeah, you can catch us on, I don't know, tipmaster.com. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't look that up. I don't know what that is. Are you on OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, how did she know? Damn it. All right, next question. Moving on to question well, number I, I four. I want to promote all of your relevant links. Yes, well, <laughs> some of them don't need to be that, that relevant. <laughs> uh, we're moving on to question number four in geography. What country's current capital citizen? City, not citizen. Capital city is an anagram of its former capital city. Oh no, I used to know this. I've heard this. Oh, mm. I used to know this. Oh no. No. Um, this is pissing me off because I've heard no, this. No, I'm before. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to. It's, it's there somewhere. The problem is all of the files are 404. Um. <laughs> so I used to be a goat farmer, and one afternoon it was raining really hard. A good, um, hot May thunderstorm and there was a crack as loud a sound as i've ever heard sounded like it was three feet above my head and as i was falling into the mud i had three distinct thoughts stupid electric fence i haven't turned the electric fence on in a month i think i've just been struck by lightning and what had happened was the bolt of lightning hit the house lit it on fire and then dissipated out through the mud to where i was standing with my hand on the fence yelling at one of the goats to come out of the barn so i could milk her 
and wow. I, couldn't, I couldn't do math in my head for a few weeks and oh my goodness yeah, it's a little rough but once you tell somebody you've been struck by lightning their expectations for you diminish immediately and considerably nobody expects um, anything after you out of you after that point the problem is i can't think of anything else right now other than that oh. story we're locked. This is me off. We're locked. They're locked in. Chris, you are allowed to talk it with yeah. your partner. Okay, so. No, I know this is in there somewhere. So I'm just going to think of all the capital cities that I can think of because I'm shit at anagrams, but here we go. So Asia is the is what's on my head. I'm trying to think of what. I finally remembered. I finally, you were in the, you were on the correct continent. I, I, Asia and is I, what comes to mind. I can't yeah, think I've of got, what I've I got could. Yeah, I've, I've got a bonus fact. What do you think it is? It. I believe it is. Uh, East Capital versus West Capital, Kyoto and Tokyo in yeah, Japan. You're 100% right. Oh, thank God. Mike and Marissa, what are your thoughts? So after after we locked in, Marissa said, good pull. And I said, it doesn't matter. They're going to get there, too. And then they did. <laughs> so the answer we were looking for was Japan. Thank God. Good pull. My, I couldn't I, I could not get out of West Asia to save my life. All right. We have a score update. Yeah, absolutely. We know we're 20 behind, okay? I need the scores, though. Go ahead. You know, I just want to say this about you guys. This has been a very successful game. I think, I mean, you guys are 20 behind, but you've only missed six questions total. So, I mean, go me. (laughs) (laughs) What's the scores, Bilbo? Right now we have the Marmike team, which I... uh, pseudonymed you as marmike it's fine it's a good portmanteau <laughs> right yeah marmike we'll it's it. like it's like marmite that... but slightly less disgusting are we croxy i mean they're pretty much just as that salty, doesn't sound but... terrible except it also sounds like you know big plastic clogs uh <laughs> marmike has 138 points versus croxy which has 158 moving on to the final round you are allowed to wager the entirety of your points over these three questions. Your categories are going to be in music, entertainment, and tabloids. Hmm. Entertainment's pretty friggin' vague. It really is. God, I hate whoever wrote that question. Tally up your wagers, and we will... Move on to our questions shortly. Yeah, we're uh, we're locked in. We're locked with a wager. Question number one is in music. Too Much Time on My Hands is a 1981 hit song from what band? I am less than useless when it comes to music, so unless the answer is like, God, White Zombie uh-huh. or Rob Zombie, I'm going to be useless here. Or mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra or the Rat Pack, I'm good there. But Moxie, lock in your best guess. I have no idea. Then consider it so, locked in. Too much time on my hands. I can hear the song. Like, I my first thought was Ario Speedwagon. It could be Sticks. I always get those two mixed up. But it's like that type of thing. I don't think it's like it's 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 one of the wuss rock bands. Um, oh whoa, wow! Pump, pump the brakes, kid. Whoa! Glad I did not say how much I love this song. Just kidding. Oh no, I love this song too. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I just, there's it's, nothing it's wrong with being a wuss. It was like that rock, but like. It was a good point. Good time to point out. If you're a wuss out there, 
just be a wuss like us. This sounds no, I, great. I'm a total. I'm a total wuss. I did. This was not wuss rock. Like Hall and Oates <laughs> is wuss rock. All right, oh, so arena rock. But, but I don't even consider Hall and Oates. Is Hall and Oates even rock? All right, we're we're totally getting sidetracked. I guess I go with Ario Speedwagon. I just I don't Marissa. I don't know if you have any. No, because I'm Jeff knows that I am horrible at band names or song names. I might. I'm, I'm sure I know it. I guarantee you, I do. That's what I thought. I just. I just. I wanted to give you a, a chance. Yeah, I'm to sorry. Tell I'm an idiot or something, but uh, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd go with Ario Speedwagon. Chris and Maxie, what did you settle on? Well, it definitely is in the same genre as bands like Ario Speedwagon. Uh, but here are two coins to give Caron. When you cross the river Styx. Oh yes. I hope that's right because I have no idea. I hope so I too because look how I just look at showed yeah. off with it and everything. <laughs> yeah. We've got Ario Speedwagon versus Styx for our first question. Moving on to our second question in entertainment. What modern day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? Oh. Oh wait, there's two. There's oh. two. There's two. Yeah, there's two things. Which one do you want? Name one. Okay. All right. We're locked. All right, uh, Mike and Marissa. There was also a water bottle, but I'm pretty sure he's looking for the Starbucks cup. Yeah, he's definitely looking for the Starbucks cup. So you're locking with the Starbucks cup? Yes, locking yeah. with Starbucks cup. Chris and Moxie? It's not yep. a Starbucks cup. It's a coffee okay. cup of some sort. Right. It was I, a Starbucks-y I it was a Starbucks cup, cup. But yes, there was a there was a water yeah. bottle and a, uh, a to-go coffee, coffee disposable cup. coffee cup. All right. Question number three is in tabloids. What pops star burnt down her home gym with candles i was hoping for something more scandalous and less you know profoundly stupid <laughs> i mean we are talking tabloids here oh my god there's no year or anything like that i know but i, I mean, was i you, was feeling more like you know if you would like Jimmy me to rephrase it, i will give you this what pop star recently burnt down her home gym with candles i got one idea that's one more if than I, I have so go ahead and lock it in all right. Like I, I think I thought like Left Eye Lopez burned something down back in like 2000. Like her whole house, yeah. Right, but that's but that's not recent at all. And I that was the that was the only pop music star I could think of of burning something down. Um, Apart from the Talking Heads. Well, uh, popped, but yes. That joke did not land. I it landed completely. I love the talking heads, but they're, I don't you're talking the only person that would have gotten that joke in this group is Mike Mott. Yeah. yeah. Burning, Sorry, burning down the house. <gasps> burning down the house. That makes sense. I've heard that song before. I'm just trying to think of who would have a home gym. Like, well, like um, Billie Eilish doesn't have a home gym because she lives with her parents. I really, I really just don't listen to anything remotely mainstream anymore. So I don't really know any pop stars. Uh, I don't know what who are mainstream pop stars anymore either. So. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean. So I have. I have nothing. Um. I. I I'll be honest. I feel like if it was somebody whose name I'd even recognize, I would know. I would have heard about this. Uh. I don't know. Uh. Mike, let's just pick a random pop star. I. I. I, I, re- I really. I really have no clue. Um, let's just go with Demi Lovato. Sure, why not? I think that sounds like a name. They have locked in with Demi Lovato. Well, I'm I'm pretty out of the loop when it comes to pop stars because I'm, you know, an adult. Um, so for lack of anything better, I latched on to the first name that comes to mind when you think of a pop star 
and an asinine disaster, and that's Britney Spears. All right, so you've locked in with Britney Spears? Yeah. All right, Britney Spears it is. Because just because the home gym wasn't in a trailer doesn't mean she couldn't have burned it down. (laughs) Damn. So just as a recap, let's go through these real quick again. Question number one was Too Much Time on My Hands is a 1981 hit song from what band? Uh, Marmike, what did you answer? Uh, we answered the incorrect uh, answer of Ario Speedwagon when it was, in fact, the other answer that we should have said, which was Sticks. All right. And your wager for that was? Uh, we wagered, what was it, 70? 70 points, yep. Okay. And for the Croxies, what was your answer? We said Sticks, for which we wagered 30 points. And they wagered 30 points. All right. Very good. Moving on to question number two. What modern-day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? Moxie? Starbucks cup. Said a Starbucks cup. And your wager? 50 points. That's not Moxie. Uh, I thought I was having a dissociative episode. (laughs) Marmike. No, we've already established that was me. Uh, Marmike. That was for 50 points. And for Croxy, your answer was? Oh, so now now I can talk? Okay, Um. yes, so there was a Starbucks <laughs> cup and a water bottle. We wagered 30 points for this as well. And they wagered 30 points. And for our final question, which pop star burnt down her home gym with candles? Marmike, your answer was? Demi Lovato. And you wagered how much? 18 points. 18 points. I knew they'd go all in. Mike can't help himself. That is a lovely, lovely point. Uh... Proxy, what was your answer here? Britney Spears, again, for 30 points. For 30 points, nothing like Chris being wildly normal and boring with 30 for all points. That was my idea. Yeah, that was not me. Wow. You found a great partner. The answers we were looking for were, in fact, sticks, Starbucks cup, or water bottle if you, you really cared, and... Britney Spears. Damn, it was Britney. Yeah, you can take the girl out of the country. (laughs) And what are our final scores? Our final scores, if my drunken Excel math here is correct, is Marmike with 100 points versus Croxy with 251. All right. I don't hate it. Chris and Moxie are our winners tonight. Good job, guys. Well done. I will say this. good, Good game, guys. This really, really came down to the final round. It did. And I am really impressed. You all did really well through all the rest of the game. So well done to all of you. Thank you for Moxie uh, to join us. Thank you so Um, much for having me on. Moxie, tell our listeners one more time, how can they find you? If you want to hear more bonus facts in my dulcet and mellifluous voice, you can check out Your Brain on Facts on the same podcast player you're listening to this fine program on. Go to yourbrainonfacts.com, and if you, for some reason, want to get the facts without hearing my voice, there's always the Your Brain on Facts book. And I can attest that book is available on Amazon, and I will have it on Sunday. And he's willing to wear the scarlet letter for having ordered it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Also available, you know, wherever you ask for it. Um, Yeah, and if you can't get out to your local bookseller, there is a website called bookshop.org, which is like a central um, clearinghouse, for lack of a better word, for indie bookstores. So you can still get it from a local business with the convenience of online. But uh, everyone, that has been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Uh, we hope you had a good time. Marissa, where can they find us on the socials? You can find us 
on Facebook and Instagram at Pub Trivia Experience. You can find us on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod, or you can go to our website at PubTriviaExperience.com. If you want to be a part of the show, email us, PubTriviaExperience at gmail.com. We are currently accepting applications for people that want to host their own game or come on and play just like Moxie did. It was very fun. I highly recommend it. It, it's a good drunken time. Actually, I'm sober, so that's kind of weird. But everybody, for the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. I'm Jeff. I'm Marissa. I'm Mike. And I'm Moxie, but I'm not normally here. Everybody, have a great week. Bye. 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 I mean, wine, wine and Google Sunset Wheat does. Yes, that's the yeah. one. Yes, oh, yeah. Wine and Google's, yes. Uh, I don't like Wine and Google. I knew I liked her better than you. This is going great for that's me. That's not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody write that down. Well, there goes but, NASCAR. Yeah, so they're not all sports, yeah. <laughs> okay. Chris, did you say there goes NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we just got NASCAR back, okay? Well, we? hey, there's, there's it just the, uh, came to our side. Yeah. The 24 hours of Bathurst, the race they do in Australia, where they had to limit the drivers to one beer per hour. This Woodford Reserve barrel finish select double oaked from Lukens. Oh, uh, double oaked is my go-to, by the way. Like when it comes to, like the best bourbon, like the mass-produced bourbon you can get, the double oak there is phenomenal. So is the uh, the Weller. Uh, Special Reserve is phenomenal too. If you like the weeded bourbons, but both of those, that right there is phenomenal. But we're gonna go. We're gonna lock in. All right, they are locked in while I continue to fawn over this Woodford Reserve. I just want to point out this is, I'm pretty sure, single-handedly my favorite. Now, I will give you the entire credit for introducing me to this. It's good because it did sound a little scary. I watched a film theory two-parter on the guy who won Jeopardy just by knowing how to bet more than he knew the questions. And I suddenly wish I'd uh, paid adequate attention to it. Yeah. Oh, no. I need to take a picture. Oh, God. Your dating profile got finally got approved? Like, that Ashton Madison profile is finally there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's She's a, on there too. A real, real 2008 hot take there. <laughs> yeah, he's old. It's fine. We've seen you on Grinder. Calm down. Hey man, wherever. What I were you doing on Grinder? That's none of your business. <laughs> but hey, we're we're not here to kink shame. No, not at all. Unless you're well, not after a few minutes anyway. <laughs> I will. I will steadfast hold my position there. <laughs> you're a good dom. I know. Um, yeah, but no. Jesus. He might not help you here. <laughs>